You're listening to the Be A Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 236. So how do high-achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business, and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. I wanted to devote this episode to talking to your loved ones about your dreams because there's several misunderstandings I see over and over that keep people from going after their dreams because of words their loved ones say to them. They give up before they've even started taking action towards their dream. I've seen that happen with myself and I've seen it with happen happen with other lawyers and I never want to see that happen with you. Sharing our dreams with someone can feel vulnerable. We're sharing our deepest desires. When we share them with people we love, we may not get the reaction that we want and that can hurt. What most of us do and what I did in two stories that I'm about to share with you is enter a conversation with our loved ones, expecting them to believe in us, to tell us that our idea is great, tell us that we can do anything we set our minds to. Remember when we used to be told that when we were little kids? We expect them to validate our dreams. Our new dreams are like embers. We need to protect them. We need to cultivate them into a full-blown fire. But when we talk to our loved ones, expecting them to validate our dreams and desires, and then they don't, it can be like pouring a bucket of ice water on those embers if we're not prepared for the experience. We extinguish the fire before it's even got a chance. This is how I will see this issue come up. Lawyers who come to me sometimes come to a strategy session on a secret mission to change their lives or follow a passion. They haven't told their partner yet what they want to do. When I uncover this secret mission, I can have the conversation I'm about to have with you, but sometimes I don't uncover it. Then they can go into a conversation about their dreams unprepared for what their partner will say to them. And they're unprepared for what their brain will do and the doubts that will come up when they hear their partner say words. What I'm going to share in this episode applies no matter who you're talking about your dreams with, whether it's your partner or your closest friends. And I want to start with a couple stories about times that I have shared my dreams with my family and friends, and I was triggered by their words. When I was a kid, I saw this happen in my family and I've observed, looking back on it, my brain heard words that they said about my dreams, my parents said about my dream, and I let those words limit me when I didn't know better. I made it wrong to want what I wanted. The first thing to know is that the words people say to you are a reflection of their thoughts, not reality. Their words have nothing to do with what is possible for you. When we believe words that people say, we take on their beliefs. And if their thoughts are limiting thoughts, we can take on their limiting beliefs. When I was a kid, I wanted to be an actor. I told my parents I had this great idea and there was this program that helped kids become actors. And my dad, he told me outright no. And I had a big argument, but I gave up. 
And later, when I was attending undergrad at UCLA, I had the opportunity to apply to the film department for graduate school. And looking back, I can see what my brain did. It told me stories that prevented me from going for it, which were stories that I got told as a kid. Stories like, it's not practical. Actors hit the genetic lottery. You should go to school, get an education, then do a real job. It's unstable. The people in that industry are bad. It's going to be really hard. It's one in a million to be a real actor. By believing those stories, I successfully talked myself into not applying. And I look back and I see all of these actors that are not the most attractive actors in the world, but they are talented and they are amazing. But they did not give up, right? Like they did not let any limiting beliefs other people may have told them about their appearance or about what it meant to be an actor limit their ability to just keep moving forward and stoke the embers of their belief. I'm going to tell you another story about that in just a minute. So here's the second story I want to share with you about when I've shared my dreams. And this happened when I was an adult while I was practicing law and just started my coaching business. I told my best friend about my goal to leave the DA's office and make money as a life coach. And my friend looked at me like I was crazy. He said, are you sure you want to do that? You have it really good. I don't know. I mean, it's just so secure. You have such a secure job. And I got really defensive. I was angry and I had thoughts like, you should support me. You shouldn't say those things to me. How could you say something to me like that? And I probably said some of those things out loud too. (laughs) But then I stopped talking to him about it for a while until I had built up belief in myself that I was going to do it, that it was happening. And fortunately, at that point, I believed in it enough for me to keep going But what I didn't realize was just how fragile my belief was in myself. And I felt a lot of shame that I had shared it and that I got the response that I did. Years later, after I started making money as a life coach, I talked to him about it. I talked to him about my business and he sees what I'm doing. And now he says beautiful things to me. He says how amazing I am and how proud of me he is, all of that good stuff. But I wanted my friend to tell me in that moment when I was being vulnerable I wanted him to say, oh, you'll be so good at that. This is a great idea. You should totally go for it. I know you can do it. But in reality, I heard something very different from him. And my clients can have a similar experience when they share their dreams with their friends and family. Before I go into what my clients experience, I want to tell you something really important. Okay, I want to reiterate this if it hasn't already been made clear. If your friends and family say anything to you that you interpret as doubt about your abilities, know that it does not mean anything about you, that it doesn't mean that they don't love you. It doesn't mean that they don't support you. Their words simply reflect their thoughts about what's possible. They are likely also thinking things like, I don't want her to feel disappointed or hurt. I don't want her to feel experience something that feels hard. I don't want her to spend time away from me. I want her to be happy, whatever their interpretation of happy is, right? They have a different brain. They have a different interpretation of what happy means. I'm afraid she may grow away from me. They still love you. They just have different thoughts than you do. They have the limiting beliefs 100% of human beings do because we all have our own limiting beliefs. Their thoughts are not telling you anything about what is possible. 
So here are some of the things my clients hear from their loved ones when they share what they want to do. Are you sure you really want to do that? Is that really a good idea? Do you want to put in all that time and effort? Is that really how you want to spend your time and money? Shouldn't we be saving for our kids' college fund? And I want to share with you something on this last one. It does not have to be all or nothing. You can actually save for your kid's college fund and make money doing something else, going after your dream. It's not all or nothing, but our brains do that. So just recognize that's just something that our brains do. If we do not 100% believe in ourselves, we are going to feel something in our body that feels triggered. This is normal. We might feel shame, disappointment, hurt, or anger. And looking back, I felt really hurt in both of the situations I shared with you. And if you're like me, you might even be thinking about that first story. Well, you know what? You were just a kid and you didn't really have control. So that doesn't, you know, that that doesn't mean anything. I want to share with you another story with you about a woman who describes her parents as being very logical and practical. Her dad worked for Merrill Lynch, if that gives you any idea of how logical and practical they were. And when she made tips from playing music in cafes, her dad would tell her that she needed to save it or invest it. And when she told her parents that they needed to move to Nashville so she could pursue her music career, they said no. They said no for six years. She started asking them to move to Nashville when she was eight years old. And when she was 14 years old, they decided to move to Nashville. That woman, it's Taylor Swift. When we believe in ourselves, we can move mountains, my friend. I guarantee you she had her days where she had doubts, but you know what? She kept persisting and persisting and harassing her parents morning, noon, and night until they realized that she was really serious about this, that she really wanted this, that she really believed in herself. And that is the work that we have to do on ourselves Because the more we work on ourselves, like this is the work I do with my clients, this is the work I do with my coach, the more we work on ourselves, the bigger our belief becomes. And then we start taking the people around us with us. And I will repeat, other people's words don't mean you shouldn't go after what you want. Our beliefs are just different than other people's. And I know this because I see it in my own brain. I see it with my clients' brains. We are just different. We desire things bigger than what we have right now. And that's a good thing. We're drawn to things that are pulling for us to to be more, to help more, to share more, to be more creative. And I believe those are calls for us to live into our potential. I've more than doubled my revenue from last year to this year. I left my 15-year career as a criminal prosecutor in January of this year. And if I had listened to my friend about what he thought was possible, I would never have pursued my dream. I had to enlist people in my corner who didn't have the same limiting beliefs that he did. I needed to enlist coaches who would call me out on my limiting beliefs so I could move past them. If you're thinking about talking to your loved ones about your dreams, I want to give you a few tips ahead of your conversation so you go in with the mindset required to keep your dream alive no matter their response. Now, if they say amazing things, awesome. But if they don't, I just want to give you some tips to help you through the emotions you might feel and how you might respond 
with the emotions that come up for you. So the very first thing I want you to ask yourself before you even go into the conversation is how do you feel going into the conversation? If you feel any tinge of worry or doubt, you're likely going to go into the conversation looking for validation. Your belief isn't 100% there and that's okay. You don't need 100% belief. Just know that you may feel triggered if you don't hear the words that you want to hear. That's okay. That's normal. It doesn't mean anything about what's possible. It doesn't mean anything about what you do next. That's just your brain working like it is programmed to work. You hear words and your brain is like, oh, maybe they're right, right? That's the response that our brain has. And then we feel feelings like shame or doubt or disappointment. Second, here's my opinion on feeling emotions that feel triggering, right? When we tell people our dreams, that will that is going to tell us what our belief is our level of belief is and shows us the work we need to do on ourselves right this was definitely the work that i did when i had that conversation with my friend and saw that i was so defensive it made me realize i didn't 100% believe yet that i could leave the legal profession and make money as a life coach right that's all okay Right. But it does show you the path that needs to happen. That's what I help my clients with so that they can build their belief. And the bigger we build our belief, the more action we can take, the more action we take, the better results that we get. And then we start proving it to ourselves. Right. We're like, oh, look at that result. I did that. I did it. I did it. I did it. And we start building evidence for our belief. And then we just start bringing all the people with us. We start, everybody starts coming on board with us. Oh yeah, of course, Dina's doing that. All the people, when I was leaving my office, they were like, yeah, of course she's doing that. They didn't have any doubt about it because I had built up my belief. Same thing with my friend. The reason he's so supportive now is because I have built up my belief so much. I brought the people with me. Third, if you don't hear what you want to hear, and you feel an emotion like shame, worry, doubt, disappointment, anger, I want you to just press pause in that moment and feel the emotion. Don't react to them. I know it's going to be a lot to ask if that happens, right? But here's what's going to happen. If you feel hurt or angry, you might lash out, okay? I did that in my situation, and then I felt shame for behaving that way. And then I didn't talk to him. So I just want to remind you that your body is having a human response to words. So just sit with it. The person that you're talking to is likely trying to help you no matter what words they are saying to you in their own way, right? It's the meaning that we give those words that feels triggering, that creates that feeling. Now, if they say all the things that you want them to say, obviously this isn't going to happen, but this is to prepare you if they don't say all the things that you want to hear. Fourth, listen to what they have to say. Everybody likes to be heard, right? And it's really easy to take that moment to quiet yourself and just feel that emotion in your body when you just sit and listen and don't respond, just breathe. And then when you feel through that emotion and you don't react to it, you can say something like, I hear you. And I know this is something that I really want. I hear you. And I know I can do this. I hear you. And I would never put our family goals in jeopardy. This is just something I really want. Sounds super simple. I know that in the moment, this might be more difficult, 
but you don't need to say anything else. You don't need to justify anything about why you want what you want. You're allowed to want things. You're allowed to have desires and you don't need to explain yourself to anyone, not even your husband, right? Not even your wife. You get to just say like, this is something that I really want and you get to go after it. Hey, you may allow yourself different parameters along the way, right? Like if you want to think about your kid's tuition, you might give yourself different parameters and it might stretch the timeline, but it doesn't mean you just stop and don't go after what you want. Okay. Last thing I want to share with you. If they ask you for details, you can tell them that you're figuring it out. You don't have to give all the details because chances are you don't have all the details. We don't know the how until it's done. So really, you're just taking your first steps. Same thing for me. When I was starting my business, I didn't have it all figured out. I didn't have like the business plan. I didn't have the marketing plan. I just knew that I loved helping people and I loved sharing my work and I loved being creative and and I loved helping lawyers. So you don't have to have the plan figured out. You can let them know that you are figuring it out. You can have a really good conversation with your loved ones about your goals when you understand how your brain works and you understand what to expect because our brain does things and we need to just understand the our normal reactions. None of your emotions are bad or wrong. They are a product of what you believe about yourself right now. And it takes work to build that belief in yourself. It's not a one and done situation. It takes work. The words that other people say to you don't have anything to do with what's possible for you or what you can create in the future. If you have a big dream and you want to make it reality, I can help you with that. Book a strategy session with me. You can go to dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session. Find the people to bring into your corner so that you can build your belief and you can bring your big dreams to life. This is something that we can all do as long as we don't let our brain tell us what's possible. All right, my friend, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Go out there, bring all the people with you. It's your job to build the embers up. It's your job to believe in yourself. Nobody else has that same job. Nobody else is going to say the words that you need to tell yourself. All right, my friend, I will talk to you soon. Bye.